No, no, no. She's not a medical doctor, but she can sure cure your tax problems or your financial woes. She's the how-to girl. It's the Dr. Friday Show. If you have a question for Dr. Friday, call her now, 737-WWTN. That's 737-9986. So here's your host, financial counselor and tax consultant, Dr. Friday. G'day, I'm Dr. Friday, and the doctor is in the house, and I'm here to take your calls at 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. It has been a busy week, let me tell you. Um, obviously, April the 15th really did not hold the same impact as it has in the last 25 years of me preparing taxes, so... You know, we are still preparing taxes, making appointments as soon as everyone is able to get back out and start, you know, moving around and doing things. We are seeing clients still uh, right now. But uh, so if you need tax help or if you're trying to get things filed, we have quite a few people trying to get their 18s and 19s filed because they things happen and you don't always get your taxes filed on time. But now with the stimulus check. Things have become quite interesting. Um, I do want to put people at ease. I do realize that quite a few people have received, over 80 million people have received stimulus checks. But just as a point of interest, not everybody has received their stimulus check. So you will still probably be getting a stimulus check coming that direction. Um, Again, the website pros and cons. Uh, Maybe some people can share their thoughts on that if they want. But the website is not working wonderfully as far as um, giving everyone the information they need. So um, if you're having some troubles with the website, uh, I do know it's up. I do know you can put your your banking information in so that you can get your check electronically. Um, Just keep in mind, if you don't get electronically, it will come through the mail. It's not lost. It's like you're not going to get it. It'll just take a little bit longer for you to get it. Um, So, you know, again, some people, I mean, you know, really have not had a lot of change during this time. Um, And many people have been living on the same exact income prior to this. So if you were on social security and that's all you were living off of, this is a bonus check. It's not changing your lifestyle and the check will be coming. Um, We just haven't gotten the date of that. So, um, and some people that are on social security and file taxes may have already received uh, that information, but I don't think people solely on social security um, have received it. I could be wrong. I have quite a few clients that have not. All right. Why don't we go with Jerry and then we can go to some other calls. Uh, Jerry, what can I do for you? Yes. Uh, Dr. Friday, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I'm sure. calling on behalf of a, of a relative of mine uh, that I've always heard that uh, she didn't make enough money to, to file. She's elderly. She's in her eighties. And so she never filed because she didn't make enough money to make it worth filing because she didn't owe anything. Uh, she has since uh, uh, come down with Alzheimer's for several years and, and was so acute that she finally had to be admitted to a nursing home. And uh, unfortunately, there were no beds available. She had to go into uh, what they call uh, assisted living. And so that was over $65,000 in uh, 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 nursing home costs. Plus, they had to have uh, private health care sitters for another $65,000 in the mm-hmm. last year. Can she file for some kind of, of, of uh, income credit or whatever because of her severe medical costs? Well, the only time it really comes into play is 
if she actually took money out of an IRA or something which was taxable income to pay for this, if all of her money was in an after-tax account, the answer is no. There's no credit, nothing available to those individuals. If it was in a taxable account, that medical may kick in because there are some taxable um, deductions for extended care, people that are in um, you know, a place where they can't take care of themselves at all. Um, those individuals, that is considered medical. It's not considered um, assisted living in a sense. So, uh, but it doesn't sound like in her case, to be honest, Jerry, that she had the money in a taxable situation. It was all in an after-tax account. Yeah, they were cash? just re regular, regular uh, money that she had over the years and, you know, uh, CDs mm -hmm. and so forth. Uh, I think they finally had to start spending down the IRAs too, because then she's going to be List pretty soon. I didn't know if she could get anything back on medical expenses. Was that to be against your taxes you would pay to do that? I guess. What well, I, I don't know. Correct. It, it would. It would have to be against taxes either owed. So if she owes money on money she's taking out of retirement accounts, or if she owed money on interest because these were in CDs and they had to take them out early, whatever, that would be the time to consider um, her taxes. But if she still has most of her money that they've used so far in after-tax accounts or or her income is so low it's still not hitting taxable there is no advantage it would only be the situation if if it's after you know they took $65,000 out of a retirement account then there would be taxes due and then the medical would help to kick in yeah so i so i guess though she might get a little bit not really much she wouldn't have to pay taxes. I mean, the, the whole point would be to be zero tax due, not to have to have to pay taxes along with paying all the medical. There'd be no refund um, unless she ended up paying money in in advance. But otherwise, it would really just be so she didn't have to pay any taxes along with all of her medical expense. Right, right. Well, thanks so much. I appreciate it. No worries. Great call. Right. Thanks, Jerry. All right. We are going to continue on here and see what we have. Um, I know my guy's busy there. So can we hit Bob? Good job. Hello, You're Dr. Awesome. Friday. Hey, Bob. All right. So uh, I think I've made, uh, uh, gave my son some advice on his tax return. He was trying to find out why his stimulus check didn't receive yet. And then we pulled up his uh, paper copy of his tax return, and he made the fatal mistake of checking the box that he was mm -hmm. uh, a dependent or someone could claim him as a dependent. Right. Now, he did, he did it correctly in 2018, but for some reason this year, I think he felt like he had to check some box on that standard deduction form. <laughs> Just felt it like and, he needed uh, it. <laughs> made made a large mistake doing so now. It's easy. It's an easy mistake to fix, though, and it's a lot of people are making that mistake. Not even a mistake. In many of these cases, up until now, the children have been true dependents. Um, even though they have been living in the home and they're over the age of 17. In this case of your son, all he needs to file is a 1040X, um, like Xerox, um, and he can um, just uncheck that box, make a memo on it, not independent of anybody. Um, it will take a while. He's not going to have his money as fast as everybody else, but the money will come. He won't lose the money. And again, he, um, so in his case, since we are basing it on 19, I would suggest doing amended return uh, for him because you are, I'm assuming you did not claim him as a dependent, correct? Correct. Yeah. Now so I just did want to tell mistake. you, I pulled up the 1040 X form. I have a copy in front of me. I don't see where an unchecked the box is on the actual form. I'm on page two and I see on line 24, it talks about dependents and exemptions. Is that where I would have to change it? Cause it doesn't offer that same checkbox 
as the original tax return does. So what so what you're going to want to do is on the 1040X, you're going to have basically a zero change situation because I'm assuming he made, how much money did he make? Less than 12, more than 12? Oh, more Around than 12. 12. Yeah, okay. 16, okay. 000, yeah. Okay. So what you know, what I would go in and uncheck the box as a dependent is not going to have any effect under the uh, explanation section of the 1040X. You're going to put error in collecting, uh, clicking the button that said I was a dependent of somebody else, and behind that you're going to attach a new tax return, a regular 1040 with the box unchecked. So you're going okay, to send so in the 1040X along with the 1040. Yeah, so you're going to do a 1040 the correct way and then a 1040X on top of it and put the two together. Okay, sounds great. Okay, all right. All right. Let me know Thank if this doesn't happen. Okay, no problem. Thank you. Appreciate your call, Bob. All right, let's keep moving along here. We've got, uh, is it Charlotte? Submitting a stimulus. It's great to hey. talk to you, Dr. Uh, yeah. Thank you very much. What can I do for you, sweetie? Well, uh, I'm 71 years old, and uh, for the last few, quite a few years, I have not had to fill out uh, income tax forms because they right. said that there wasn't enough money or because it's only Social Security I get and a small mm -hmm. pension. Mm -hmm. And uh, my problem is that I was told by a friend of mine that uh, she saw something for the Channel 5 person. Uh, he's a troubleshooter. And uh, he mentioned about we, people like us would have to get a form, uh, an IRS form. So I went to the library, and uh, they uh, brought out the form to me, you know, because of the virus and whatnot. You know, they couldn't let us go in. and. Uh, it was a senior form. I don't know if you just addressed that with somebody, but uh, I don't know the number on it. Okay. It had so, an SN, I think, on it. You're, you're, so, I mean, the 1040-SR is only for people that are required to file. There is a place on the IRS website for non-filers, and really that is only for individuals with dependents. You are automatically in the system. You do not require, I'm not too sure who is telling you this, because individuals that are on Social Security alone are already in the system. That also is people with supplemental, disability, and railroad. All of you are already in the system. You will be getting your checks. They haven't come out yet. Well, people on Social Security haven't happened. Excuse me for saying it, but poop, I spent $11 and change uh, for, you know, that to the... I'm sorry. I had it registered, so I was waiting for the sign to come back, and I had a feeling we didn't have to, but my friend and I have both been calling our banks, and we haven't received it yet. It's That's because Social Security beneficiaries have not yet been sent out. Again, keep in mind that you guys didn't, I mean, Social Security individuals that were living solely on Social Security did not have the initial stimulus situation. You didn't lose income. This is an extra check for you. They're going to be sending them out at the end or the very first week of May is my understanding because they didn't get hit as hard as individuals that may maybe have children or lost their jobs, right? Right. Um so but you you're on the you're in the distribution, you will be getting it. I've had quite a few phone calls. I don't know the exact date. No one tells me that information, but I will tell you um you will be getting it. 
Um, it, it may be, you know, I know they usually do what the last, last Wednesday of every year, um, every month is when social security comes or last third Wednesday, something like that. Do you know when, what date that social security normally comes? When do you get your check normally from social security? Uh, it's the second Wednesday of the month. And I don't want you to feel that I'm a greedy doctor, but, um, I had a leak and, uh, as a result, my electric was a huge bill, and as a result, my uh, um, oh, sure, Charlotte, I did not mean to sound that way at all. I, I'm sorry. No, I, I can't imagine living solely off Social Security, Charlotte. So I did not want you to take that wrong. All I meant was, I think the IRS was. I mean, they've got 160 million people to get checks right, to right. or something like that, and I think they're trying to take them in groups. I've heard different things, social security numbers, just starting with one set going through. Um, I have had people that have children. Um, several of them have already received their stimulus. So maybe they're pulling returns with children first. I did not mean that. I'm sorry. That didn't come out right. If that's the way you took it. I'm very sorry. No, I, everybody, I mean, this is a hard time for everybody. And I'm sure the check will definitely be used to help make things better for, for you or anyone well, else in your situation. I'm sure that people with the tornadoes, you know, twice uh yeah. Tennessee has been hit and with the virus now, you know, there are things that are uh you know, really more important. But uh well, everybody you know, right now everyone is needing it is a tough time out there right this second. So everyone's probably needing this money more than in a normal situation. And hopefully, again, hopefully those checks will start coming out. But I have about five clients I know that live solely off Social Security that Every year they call me and make sure they don't have to file a tax return and they've none yet received it. So I am making an educated guess here that Charlotte, that Social Security. And if anyone's listening that solely gets Social Security, if you could call in and let us know if you've received it or not, because that right now I'm working with the idea that people that don't file tax returns have not yet received checks. And that's just from my experience of being on uh, the radio and stuff. But if that's changed, let us know, because there is a lot of people waiting for checks. Thank you, Charlotte. I appreciate your phone call. Really do. Thank you for helping. Uh -huh. No problem. Hey, James, what can I do for you? One second here. There we go. I'm a little fast. James, what can I do for you? Good afternoon. Um, I had a quick question. Wanted to know, oddly enough, I, actually, I have gotten my stimulus check. Um, <laughs> and uh, I wanted to know how this will play out in my 2020 taxes in the sense that I've read some stuff that talks about that maybe this is only, I don't want to call it a deferment, but somehow connected to my 2020 taxes. And maybe this isn't a gift that I'm not going to have to deal with or repay later. <laughs> you're, you're afraid it's a gift that may not keep giving. Okay. So everything, every meeting I've been on with the IRS with exception of individuals that maybe in 2019, Let's just say your income in 2019 is, if you're single, $75,000 or less. And in 2020, it's the same thing. You're not going to have any situation. It's going to be individuals that maybe they're getting it on their 2018, haven't filed 19. But when 19 comes, those individuals actually made more than what they did in 18. So maybe they don't have the stimulus. Those will be the individuals that may be looking at a slight payback. That has been argued back and forth, but any individual that made $75,000 or less in 19 or 150,000 is a married couple, you will have no payback. This is a gift that will keep giving. You will not have to worry about it on your 2020 taxes as a taxable income. 
Well, I think I may fall into that category is my concern. Yeah. Um, well, I did that is a concern a for mine. Sorry? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I did have a rise in my 2019 taxes. I do believe I filed my taxes about a week ago. Um, and um, I, sorry, I filed my taxes two weeks ago. I got my return about a week, or my, not my return, but my stimulus check about a week ago. So my, and based on how much it was, I do believe it was based off my 2018 taxes. And I don't think they would have turned that all around that quickly. And so yeah. I am kind of worried because the amount that I should have gotten because I had about a $20,000 increase in 2018 versus 2019 adjusted gross income, um, I'm afraid that it, that it will be a payback. So you do think that I am going to end up having to pay some of this back. And I'm not, it's not a gift in kind then in the end. Right. If you are one of those individuals that in 2018 you made 75, but in 2019 you made 100, they gave it to you based on 2018 for an example. And in 2019, so in 2020, that $1,200 could be, and they, there's, there's conversation, there's going to be a five-year no interest payback so much every year. Um, you know, I, I don't know. It probably depends on the recovery and what they're going to do um, on those situations. We've seen some where they may just say, if it was good enough on the 18 or 19, we're going to let it slide. I've had conversations like that, but I would be prepared. I tell my clients, be prepared to pay it back because the worst, I mean, there isn't anything out there telling us the exact rules yet, James, to be quite honest with you. So it sounds like I better hold on to this and may not go spend it so quickly because I'm probably going <laughs> to, there is a possibility I'm paying this bad boy back. It, there is that possibility. If if you're in the situation, it sounds like there is a very good possibility that that may, now they may give you five years to pay it back in and you may choose to, to do it or you may be one that says, you know what, I don't want to owe the government anything. Here's your money back. Thank yeah. you very much. And it's over with. But um, not a lot of help yet because I haven't gotten enough information yet to say um, if if that happens. And I have a lot of weird scenarios from, you know, people getting divorced in that year. One person claims kids even, one person claims kids odd. You know, um, there's a lot of different situations. So we're at, the, we're at the wing a little of this and just work on what we can do. But I appreciate the phone call. Thank you very much. All right. Thank you very much. And we're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, we're going to hit Gene and Steve and a couple other calls coming through. If you want to join the show, 615-737-9986, 615-737-9986. We're going to be right back with the Dr. Friday Show. All righty. We and I have got some awesome news for James. He can go shopping, James. We were just talking. I have a senior stakeholder liaison for the Internal Revenue Service. Um, she is awesome. Anna uh, Falkenstein is her name, just in case anyone would like to know. She is awesome. And I have gotten some information. And there is no provision in the law requiring repayments of this money. So no matter if the IRS makes a mistake, your child turned 17, there was an error, whatever, according to this particular law that was passed, there is no provision in the law requiring any payback of this money. So if the IRS has sent you a dollar amount that is incorrect, now as long as it's not, I'm assuming like 
thousands of dollars. Like one person, I heard something on Facebook or something where someone had received, you know, like a million dollars instead of a thousand dollars or something ridiculous. I'm pretty sure that would be a problem. But um, James, we talked a little earlier um, and you brought up a great question. And Anna Falkenstein, again, a stakeholder, senior stakeholder liaison for the Internal Revenue Service, um, gave me the law. And again, there is no provision in the law require repayment of this money. So you can go and pay off debt, go spend the money, whatever you need to do. All right, we have got um, Gene, who's been holding quite a long time, then we'll hit Steve. Hey, Gene, what can I do for you? Hey, how are you, Dr. Friday? I am awesome. My wife wife has a 401k with a previous employer, and her Mm -hmm. current employer doesn't offer a 401k. So I was curious what her options were for moving that money and creating an account she can keep contributing to. So she can convert her 401k to an IRA, and then she can also contribute. Now, it won't be as much as her past person was probably allowing her to contribute, but as individuals, you're limited since she's not self-employed. So she, her best bet would be to convert it to an IRA, and then she can start contributing up to, depending on her age, six or $7,000 a year, at least contribute to that deferred or Again, depending on your income, and maybe that's better to leave that one. And if her, if your income's under 100000 as a married couple, you might want to think of a Roth. I'm not a financial planner, but that would be what I would do personally. So what would the tax, tax implications be if she converted that one, which is pre-tax, to a Roth? That would be pretty high, depending, again, on your income bracket, right? So if you guys are making 100 everything above that would be at 22% in the conversion rate. So I would, or, or higher, depending on how much is in her 401k. I would probably sit down with your tax person before I made that. If you're right now, you guys, one person's not working and maybe your income's lower than normal. You know, it's something to think about, but you have to take the whole year into account and hopefully people will be back to work relatively soon. So I probably wouldn't do a conversion if you are making decent money. I mean, like I said, if you guys are making a hundred thousand jointly, um, I would probably not. If if you're making less than that, you might be able to convert the difference every year at 12%, which could be a smart idea. Okay. And for the Roth, uh, where would I start to look for one of those? Any bank is would be the first place I would start. I mean, obviously TD Ameritrade, um, you know, all the major financial places as well would have Roth IRAs. Okay. Thank you for your help. I appreciate your call. Thanks. All have right. Let's day. go to... Steve in the borough. Hello, Steve. What's happening? How are you doing, Dr. Friday? I appreciate your show. Thank Um, you for holding. My question question is similar to one you had earlier. I have an 18-year-old son who is still a high high school senior. Um, I declared him as a dependent uh, on my tax return, but he made like $18,000 last year. Uh, and we filed his tax return this year, and, of course, he had to pay some taxes. But is he just out of luck? I had told him, well, I'll give you the $500 credit that I get for you on my tax return, and then found out because he was uh, over 17 that I would not get the $500 credit for him. But since he made you know a pretty good amount of money for, for that age uh, child, is he just kind of stuck in a no man's land to where he won't get $500 on my tax return and he also won't get 1200 because he was a taxpayer? Well, I don't know. I mean, I don't know what kind of income you make, Steve, but if you're making a lot of money, 
I mean, maybe, you know, 150, 200,000, 200, then the 500 would go away. But if you're not making that kind of money, you're making more, you know, 100, 150,000, then you would get the 500. You wouldn't get the 2,000. When he was 16, you got $2,000 for him. Then when he turned 17, it went down to 500 and it will stay 500 theoretically for the rest of his life if he decides never to leave home. Um, so you would get the 500. Now, the question is, in those scenarios, a child that is 17, I have quite a few clients that are choosing not to claim and you can theoretically amend your taxes, you know, not claim him and he can claim himself and file his own taxes if he has earnings. Okay. So in, in reality, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm uh, married and I made a, I think I had a uh, just a gross income of one hundred and twenty three thousand dollars last year. Yeah, um, so he should have the five. And and but I do have a big long tax return. I think it was sixty eight pages this year because <laughs> I have rental properties and things things like that. Yeah. Um, so in reality, I did get five hundred dollars for him off of my yes. taxes this year since I did take him as a dependent. That's what you're telling me. That's what I'm telling you. Yes. So you would have, and, and in all honesty, it sounds like he was truly still a legitimate dependent. Okay. I mean, I'm just saying in, in the real world, 17 year olds are often dependents, even 18 year olds, goodness gracious, going all the way up through college at times, you know, I know I was for my parents. Um, you know, right. they wanted me to go to school. So, you know, but I know a lot of people. So yes, the $500 should be showing up on the front page of your 1040. Um, but other than that, I mean, he would get 1200 on the other side of that conversation. So you'd have to float and see which way you want to go, but you would have gotten the 500, Steve. Okay. All right. Okay. Thank you very much. All right. No worries. That makes me feel Thank a you so better. much. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Let's see who is next. Um, I guess it is Lee. Hey Lee, what can I do for you? Hey, Dr. Friday. I'm one of your entrepreneur friends here in Lewisburg, but, uh, yes. Wanted to check with you. It says uh, I was busy the last week or so two and didn't get a chance to put in that application for the uh, small business people. It looks like it's all been dried up. So I was wondering what guidance you might give as far as uh, you know what to do between now and the time they approve funding. Yes. Um, so my banker, along with many other ones, I've heard they say that this time they're not taking additional applications. Um, we all watching the news, trying to find out if additional, if another phase of PPP money will be coming out. Um, you know, I, I guess answer to your question is you could still, my understanding, there is still some funds through the SBA under the bridge loans or um, which is the, the one that's the $10,000 um, that can be used to, to keep your business afloat. Um, but, and I think it's up to 25 or something thousand that's the only places I can suggest. I mean, the nice thing about the SBA between you and me is the interest rate, right? I mean, they're offering ones and twos where you go to the bank, they're offering fours and fives or threes and fours at least. Um, so, you know, it's, it's not an easy, I don't have a good answer. It did not seem like, I'm not too sure who got the money. I can actually tell you, I have two clients that successfully got the money out of uh, about a hundred and almost 200 clients that I know of that applied. So, um, you know, that's in my little world here um, that I live in. So I'm not too sure if that's the same statistics across the world, but I mean, they gave out what, $2 trillion. So I'm not sure where that money went, Lee, but we didn't get it. Um, so answer to your question at this point, try to go to the SBA. 
sba.sba.gov uh, and maybe put in a bridge loan just see if you can get that to help float and that money the first 10 would be free or given as a grant i should say as long as you meet their criteria right uh changing gears just a little bit as far as the Absolutely. stimulus payment um mm-hmm. i'm still getting status not available when i check on mine there would any, any kind of ongoing um, dispute or past tax debt that we're working on with the IRS disqualify us for that as far as you know, or are they just sending out to everybody automatically? Automatically, everybody. As long as you have an 18 or 19 tax return filed, you will automatically get payment. It cannot apply. Even if you're in the middle of an offer and compromise or payment plan, um, none of that can stop these checks from coming to the individuals. Back, okay. uh, I, I, I should say. Go ahead. From what I understand there, we've not we've used our bank account to make payments to the IRS but not receive any kind of refund. So they're saying that that doesn't count. We have to put in our information, but it won't let us get to a screen to do that because it's <laughs> not available. I hear you. And that seems to be a very common error on the, on the website. Um, again, I don't know the answer to that because there is most of us don't don't get refunds. So there's no way for us to put our bank in and we have paid them the other way. So um, I don't know the answer. All you can say is keep trying. Otherwise you will get the check and it will be through the mail. I mean, you will get it. It's just going to be through the mail. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks, Dr. Friday. Thank you. Appreciate it very much. All right. Let's go on up to Vic, who's been waiting for quite a while. Hey, Vic, what can I do for you? Uh, Yes, ma'am. How are you? I am doing awesome. Here's my situation. It's my son, which he uh, he has got in his court-ordered parenting plan. He has two children. He, he claims the older, the daughter. And his ex-wife has claimed her, so we kicked back when he tried to claim her this year. Uh, obviously, going to file a major return, uh, from what I understand. No. But what do I need to file this amended return? What, well, what Vic, let me I, ask you one thing. Is he entitled to claiming that daughter? Did the yes, ex-wife just claim yes. him because she could? Why, that, why she claimed her because I guess she thought she could. You know what I mean? Okay. So my personal opinion is your son needs to mail in the tax return with the daughter's name on it. It's going to hold things up a little bit, but as far as I'm concerned, I always hate this kind of thing because everyone, you know, a lot of this happens a lot, to be quite honest. I mean, it's up to him if he wants to take the fight on or not, but if he mails it in, they're going to come back and then he'll be able to justify if he, now does the child live with him or does he just claim him because no, of the divorce? No, he did, no, she does not. It just, uh, you know, she lives with the mother, but, uh, you know, the court ordered, there's two kids, like I said, he, he claims the older one and she claims the younger one every year. Okay. I got you. Well, he would have a tough time with the IRS thing because he doesn't actually meet the IRS standards of a true dependent. Uh, to do an amended return, you're just going to... Now, they they didn't accept it, so you wouldn't have to amend the return. You should just take the child's name off and resubmit. Well, uh, he, he did. I mean, they he did not file when he he kicked it out he 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 filed he's already filed every return and it it accepted he hit but he kicked her out because she's already been claimed oh, so basically kick, kicked he's got the return out. that he would have got back for him mm-hmm. so the ex-wife's mad at him because she couldn't claim the daughter that she wanted to claim right well then you know she needs to amend 
It sounds like he has the rights to the child um, based on the divorce papers. So she needs to amend her return. I mean, you know, he can amend it. He can go back, do a 1040X, remove the child from his return. And in about six to eight months, that should actually post. By that point, the ex-wife will be killing him because it will take that long to happen right now. I don't feel like she's, I don't feel like she's going to amend. I mean, that's not going to be a, uh, well, I don't think, I mean, she's the one that isn't, I mean, he's already filed his and the IRS accepted his. So for her to actually get it accepted, she would have to take the daughter off her return to do it. Okay, and but that, like I said, she's not going to do that. So uh, uh, basically, I was going to file a mental return, and uh, I was told I, you know, have a, a parenting plan. If I had the parenting plan and file a paper return, that uh, you could send it that way. You can do a 1040X and file it and remove the child from his tax return, which is what you're saying you're going to need to do. You might need well, to call someone. Well, actually, actually, he didn't. I mean, he he didn't. He did not claim her because when he kicked it out, he just claimed himself. Is what I'm okay. saying. Then I'm a little confused, Vic. I think you'll have to call me. This is probably too confusing for the radio because at one minute you said he filed it and got accepted, and she she was trying to file the daughter, and it wasn't well, she's accepted. Our, she's our, she, that, it, after after he put into daughter's income tax, I mean, the social security number, it was rejected on the okay. daughter. So he he just okay. went ahead and filed individually. I don't think if he's trying to still claim the daughter, I don't think he'll win with the IRS because the daughter does not live with him. And part of the law says you have to have the daughter live with you six months and one day. Even though it's court appointed. I mean, doesn't make a difference. Court appointed doesn't change anything. That's that's a legal issue. The IRS does not apply by that. Okay. Okay. okay? Thank you. Perfect. Thank you. All right. We've got to take, I'm sorry, another break. I'm hoping Bob, John, and Steve can hold through that break. Um, and then we will get to you. If you want to join us, 615-737-9986. We're going to be right back. Alrighty, we are back here live in studio. Oh, music going back and forth. Okay, let's go right to the phones. We have um, Steve that was first, then Bob and John. So let's try to do them. They've all been hold a long time. Hey, Steve, thanks for holding. What can I do for you? Steve, did I lose you? Did you say Keith? Oh, Keith, it works. Whoever's talking right now, I can hear you. Sorry, I had a different name in here. Hey, Keith. Good afternoon. So, um... I'm one who will receive the stimulus check in the mail, and it isn't that I couldn't use the money, but for personal reasons, I don't agree with it, and am wondering what's the best way to refuse it or send it back and be sure that I'm not taxed for it. Well, uh, they did pass the law. It says there's absolutely no way uh, in the law. It says it is not taxable. There's no way for them to make it taxable money. Just to let you know, uh, the I actually have a person that works for the IRS, and it came back and said that. So okay. I don't know how you can refuse it. I suppose you could turn around and return the check. I just don't know what would happen. You know what I mean? If they would just keep trying to send it to you or credit your account or whatever. Um, IRS is renowned for not really taking money back, even when you're supposed to take it back. So um, I'm not sure. I'm not one that's actually going to receive the stimulus. So I'm not sure exactly how to return it, to be honest with you, Steve. Um, I have some agreement on some of that with you. But um, that being said, you could certainly return the check. And if they can't get it to you, if they don't cash it sooner or later, within three years, it will become null and void. That's about all I can tell you. Excellent. Thank you. All right, buddy. 
Thank you. Appreciate you waiting. All right, let's go right to Bob. Bob and Rockvale. What can I do for you? Hear that Southern thing? Rockvale. Hey, Doc. <laughs> uh, thanks for taking the call. No um, I received uh, two payments, and I think that uh, one of them is for my wife, uh, but she uh, passed away. And uh, I didn't know what to do about the, about that because uh, I don't think that I'm supposed to have the two payments. Bob, when I didn't know what what to do about Her, it. When did your wife pass away? In June of last year. Then you're entitled to it. Yes, anyone that was alive up um, in in 19, no matter if it was just the first day, they you know she you are entitled. That is your it's part of her estate and it's not taxable to you. So just spend it. it, do it, invest it, whatever makes it better for you, sir. And and you said that these are these are not taxable dollars. Yes, sir. These are not taxable dollars. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, no problem. So, and, uh, can I ask one more question? Yes, sir. Um, I understand that I'm supposed to do this, do my taxes as married file, married. Uh, Filing jointly, right? For for nineteen, yes, sir. Okay, all right. So just keep filing like I had been before, and uh, because she was on Social Security, and uh, just act as if everything were the same, correct? Right. But do correct. It, there is a there is a deceased portion of that in the exactly. 1040, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Right. There's a place that you'll put her date of passing. So that way at the very top, it will actually, if you're using an electronic one, it'll print out at the top of the report so they know to turn off her social security. I mean, they've already know you've stopped her social security benefits, et cetera, et cetera. But yes, you are, you are correct, sir. There is a place for it. Okay. Well, thank you very much, Doc. Sir, sorry about your loss. All right. Uh, I think maybe if we can do it quickly, let's go ahead and see if we can hit Johnny real quick because we have to make another quick break here. Hey, Johnny. Hey. Hey. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Okay. Let me turn. No background noise. What, what can I do for you real quick? Okay. We amended, just like previous callers on the, uh, when you check the stimulus check, I get that uh, statement. Right. We, we, we uh, got a letter from, the IRS on the 2018 taxes where we had un, uh, didn't pay enough, so they corrected the return, and my accountant amended the return. Is that going to affect the check? No, not unless it not unless it kicks you over the 150 since you were married. No, we're okay. not in that kind of a tax thing. I just recently, like two days ago, filed 2019 returns. So Either way, then you'll have the right information. What's that? Is that either way they'll have the right information, but the amended return should not hold up your 20, uh, 2018 stimulus or 19. But if you file 19, that will bypass the 18 anyways. Okay. Even though okay. I got the letter, even though I yeah. got the letter from the uh, IRS saying they corrected the return and I owed them. Yes. And they won't keep the money. No, they cannot pay IRS debt with the stimulus. All right. That's all I need to know. Thank you, sweetheart. Perfect. All right. We're going to take one more quick break here when Gina come, will come back and get Gina and a few other phone calls. Um, let's see if I can get back on the time clock. We're going to be right back with the Dr. Friday show. 
Alrighty, we are back live in studio. We have a Let's Let's go right to the phone. We're Gina from the borough. Hey, Gina. Hello, sweetheart. Hey, so um, to make a long story short, I'm a single mother and I don't make a whole lot of money. So I have an IRA that, you know, every year I, I do get a little bit out of it. And I do report it always to my tax on my tax returns. I've done uh, TurboTax for the last about three or four years, and I always got the guaranteed refund with the Intuit, is what mm-hmm. it's called. So yes. I got a love letter from the IRS for 2018 that said that I did not report my um, income that I withdrew from my IRA. And so I called the Intuit people, and they went over it and said that for some reason it wasn't put the information for my uh, trust company was on there, but the amount that I withdrew was never on there. And so they're saying that it was a, a false you know, program or something with um, TurboTax. And so that they, they said they're not affiliated with TurboTax. And so the only thing they can do is maybe help me get, uh, you know, the penalties and stuff, you know, from you know, the time, not all that right. stuff. So my question is, and I do know that I owe it because they it was not put on there. Right. I need somebody to help me with this because all this has happened with the COVID-19 and I can't get a hold of the IRS. And um, so I just relieved them because I told them I don't want nothing to do with them because they are the false advertisement. And so... Yeah. So that's... Um, yeah, and- Kind of, yeah, I hear those stories a lot, Gina, as far as a lot of people hear, well, you know, you'll be audit proof, blah, blah, blah. But when they actually do it, they usually claim that it was human error, that you didn't put the information in. It's not our fault. Therefore, we don't cover it. So um, right. that being said, the, the simplest thing to do at this point Yes, you're right. The IRS is basically officially closed. There is actually no numbers. And even as a tax preparer, we have a preparer line. That line is closed. I can't even mm-hmm. get power of attorney right this second. That line is closed. So we are all frozen for the sense of trying to accomplish what I'm telling individuals to do is if you agree with it, um, Gina, I would, you know, if I was you, I would basically say I agree with this, but I'm requesting for you to please consider waiving all penalties uh, for this particular situation. I'm sorry, I missed it. I've always done this. I'm a single mom. Right now is a very difficult time. Whatever you want to put in there. It doesn't have to be really wordy. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be too mushy. It just needs to be mushy enough to basically let them, you've always been a good taxpayer. You know what? I made a mistake. Everybody's entitled to mistakes. And even the IRS knows that. So my suggestion is return the letter. Basically, you know, you owe the basic and then they're going to come back and they're going to, you may even get more than one love letter. Unfortunately, one will say, okay, we've now accepted that you accepted your mistake. And then another one, maybe you may even have to mail that same explanation of waiver more than once. Especially, I have no idea how the mail's being treated right now, but I would certify this bottom line because that letter you have has a deadline. Um, and you right. need to respond by a certain point. So priority mail with a tracking or whatever you want to send to them. So that way in 30 days, and hopefully all of us are back to work at that point, you can then get someone on the phone and you have proof that you complied with their expectations. That's what I'm telling people. Cause even myself, I don't have any magical way. We're just doing a lot of certified uh-huh. letters, basically just making sure they know 
we weren't sitting here just waiting. We did our best to communicate. I don't think it's going to be a problem, honestly. I think the revenues, the, the people in the IRS are as frustrated as we are. Okay. So just do that and then see if I can work something out with them, you know, after they... Absolutely. Or should I just go ahead and start sending some money in with it or... Absolutely. I mean, if you if you have some money to throw back at it, go ahead and send it. The address is on there. Um, and again, you may get a letter basically saying, OK, we've accepted and it includes the penalty. Just remember, if you set up a payment plan or anything else, they can remove those penalties from that payment plan. It's not a, a loss, even if they've accepted that you made a mistake. So don't give up on the penalties just because they haven't waived it the first time you've asked. OK. OK. Right. OK. And call me I'll if there's right more you can do. Okay. Thanks, Thank Gina. You. Appreciate you. I appreciate mm -hmm. it. No problem. All right. Really quickly, I think we have enough time for Danny. Let's see here. Kayla's going to tell me. One minute, 30 seconds. You better talk fast, Danny. What do you got? I'll, I'll make it quick. Uh, my wife and I sold a house in December. We had our taxes filed electronically this year with a new address. Uh, does the IRS automatically change our address via that electronic filing? And will the stimulus check go automatically into the same account due to the electronic filing? Um, if you had a refund, Danny, it will automatically go there, even if in your address should get updated at the time they accepted the new 2019 filing. Okay. And, and since my wife does not work, is, does she also get the $1,200 stimulus as well as myself? Yeah. As long as your married income is less than 150000 Okay. That's my question and answer. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thanks, Danny. Thank you very much. All right. right. We've got about 30 seconds left. If you need our help, I can. you can reach me Friday at drfriday.com. My phone number, 615-367-0819, 615-367-0819. I hope all of you are staying safe. Um, if you need help with taxes, we are open so we can help you get your back taxes or if you just need to get filed. And uh, again, just keep trying the irs.gov as far as being able to put your banking information or anything else in. All right. I hope that helps for you. If you have anything else, 615-367-0819, my direct number. Talk. See you later. <laughs>